and listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Because Rod and Karen are hot. And my uncle owned that stuff that got my grandma shook. Drug dealers roughed him up and stole his address book. He's supposed to pay him back. He owe him money, but his bank account is zero. So my mama got asleep, uh, made her sleep with Phillips heads under the pillow. Like that would do something. But she got six kids. She gotta do something. She don't want me to end, she don't want me in a lifestyle like my cousin. He mad cause his father ain't around and he looking at me now like, why you so fucking lucky i had a father too but he ain't around so i'm gonna take it out on you it feels weird that you're the person not to sink bass with oh wait hold on i used to say i love you now we only think that shit it feels weird that you're the person not to sink bass with <laughs> street took you over i want my cousin back the world saying that you what you are because you young and black don't believe him you still that kid that kept the older boys from teasing for some reason hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen sorry my mic was in the way of my eye i couldn't even see the lyrics <laughs> <laughs> um, it wouldn't they fault this time <laughs> day number 616 the virus has been locked up that's right guys free bobby on the blackout test podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher just search for us leave five star reviews and uh we'll read them on the air um and the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 600 oh i said that uh and we are sponsored today there we go we are sponsored today um by a very very sexy Sexy sponsor. Yes, yes. Let's go. You know how I like. Listen, Adam and Eve is trying to hook you up, okay, guys? You know, don't wait till it's too late. Alright? Some of y'all going through relationship problems, and you know what you just need to do? You just need to spice that thing on up, y'all you know y'all need to get it to vibrating you know get it to the bumping yeah you might want to just wrap that thing up in some lingerie so it look right get them pillows in the bed whatever you need to do adam and eve is here to support you in your dreams all you got to do is go to adamandeve.com pick out any one item it could be lingerie it could be a movie it could be uh, just your mind just like wherever it goes handcuffs paddles they got it all and all you got to do is put it in your cart. Put in, when they had the offer code, put in TBGWT. Get 50% off that item. Blah, down. We just hooked you up. Now that's not all though. Mm-mm. That ain't all. In addition to your 50% off, they also want to give you three free adult DVDs. Say what? Plus a little magical sexy toy called the clip bumper. You're going to be bumping that clip. Yeah, bumping it everywhere. Get the bumping it. And they're going to give you free shipping. I mean, don't be a dumbass get on this <laughs> while you can okay go to before they sparring up be like hey we hey 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 adamandeve.com code tbgwt get that one item half off free shipping free sex toy and free dvds adamandeve.com code tbgwt good thing can't appreciate it just like the chick i had on my team was everything on my wish list spend the holidays valentine's and christmas now i'm in the club looking at other bras like i gave up home cooked meals for this shit hey all right let's get into the show all right guys um a lot of stuff happening today okay in the news with so much trouble in the world um but uh at the same time a lot of nonsense happening Okay. i know that's what you guys listen to 
um now this happened to me on twitter and i just had to say okay Uh-oh. i like donald glover okay i don't just like him i love me some donald glover Uh-oh, what happened? okay what? no no no. he didn't do anything oh okay. i know normally when i start like that i'm about to say something bad right right it's not about to happen i don't give a fuck how you feel about donald glover that's it okay oh, i like him and i don't really care what other people think about that oh uh, you know what i've realized before you go on for some reason his name but like this i found out uh through twitter that people i guess queue up his name because i was tweeting about him randomly one day and i was like yeah i love him i love his music you know i was talking about him and random people just popped up out of no fucking where talking about how he sucks how he's bad i was like i didn't ask for your opinion i mean i blocked those people but it was like i I, you know what i don't i feel as though um people's personal preference is just their personal preference i i don't i personally don't go argue with people about shit that they love i'm not going to do it's a lot of shit that y'all love i'm like oh that's some bullshit but i don't go in y'all mentions and and hit y'all up but i think that's just some people's thing yeah like literally look at my timeline look at you can go back and search through my tweets i don't fuck with people when they like something it is so weird that that's such a foreign concept Mm -hmm. to people just let people be happy where you you could completely disagree with my taste in the music or comedy or entertainment and it's completely fine if you just scroll by i I do it all the time (coughs) and i don't know and i think social media just makes people feel like they got to say something you ain't got to say jack shit to me you ignore people every every day in your real life to be having random conversations around you yeah so donald glover was giving this interview you know he's on a promotional tour for mm-hmm. his show atlanta which premieres in september which i can't lie i'm super excited about i will Me not too. miss it Mm-mm. um you know um i you know and i've i've liked him since uh cul-de-sac i know he had some mixtapes before that but uh i i never really heard him or and i never really went back mm-hmm. to listen because i know he was rawer and people were saying how um he was really uh trying to find his voice and they were like he sounds like little wayne and shit and some people wrote him off then but he kept working obviously and by the time camp came out i was just like okay this dude is on some complete like other shit like yeah i I think that's what no i i think i got the didn't he do a mixtape before cul-de-sac and um he also did um what was the other one it was it was two mixtapes right. um i know he had i'm not i'm i'm not a rapper and then he had um cul-de-sac and he had one more the joint that had that um doom, 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 what the fuck is the name all right this child is gonna be no homegirl drop it like it was yes. that it is that the right one what either way he had like mad mixtapes before he even got to be childish gambino saddest um but yeah i was a fan even of the mixtapes and i was like his album was at least for me it was highly anticipated because i was like Mm -hmm. you know what like what can this dude do you know um and as a fan you know i'm not really trying to debate it with people about what they think the dude mm-hmm. should do or whatever like everyone's entitled to their own 
film oh it was just called ep that's what it was childish yeah. gambino it's just ep mm-hmm. uh i think that was that's it. when i was first introduced to him yeah and and, and i was just you know a, a huge fan of the dude and that was all that mattered to me um but it was he's always been a third rail and i think because of the, and we've kind of confronted and talked about it on this show this year um part of it i think is because of black people seeing him because black opinions are mostly the only ones i care about but black people seeing him and his short shorts and his kind of nerdy um demeanor and the fact that you know he has his his style isn't really to try to fit into other people's styles mm-hmm. like and there's people out there just like him exactly other and i black think people mm-hmm. um and i think people um immediately saw saw that and were like um fuck him mm-hmm. like i already know what kind of person he must be like he must be um he must be a, a you know a terrible person he must be uh one of those special snowflake negroes that looks down on all the other black people right because of their own you've talked about this before black people have have so many different experiences and i'll and and truthfully shit that people experience when they were younger they don't let that shit go and they hold on to it as an adult and if you fit whatever genre of the person that bullied them or said something sideways to them when they were fucking 12 or 15 you are automatically that person they're not gonna give you a chance and they're gonna try to see uh who you are they're gonna judge a book by its cover but you don't want to be judged by your cover though yeah um and uh, I remember the song that really did it for me was uh, Freaks and Geeks. Uh, that was the one mm-hmm. that was, um, you know, that I was just like, oh, ho- who is this dude? Because I'm, I'm more of a lyricist person. Not that I, you know, I, I mess with both, obviously, but I'm more of a lyrics guy than, than not, you know, um, when it comes to my hip hop. Um, and I think he was kind of a, a, for me he was a genre of in the music game that hadn't really or not a genre he had a lane that hadn't really been carved out and had nobody else was really doing which was right. he wasn't a rich kid he grew up poor um i think his parents were jehovah witnesses they took in like all like all his family and, and adopted kids and stuff and you know he, so he has a big family that he's responsible for taking care of he's from stone mountain georgia which is the the same place that confederate people have rallies um yeah that rally where they showed the black lives matter people basically fighting the confederate people that that happened in stone mountain um and there's like a i think even on stone mountain there's like uh the faces on the side of the mountain are these like racist confederate shit so like he grew up under that he went to atlanta he was in like a school for the arts and whatnot in like high school and whatnot um and part of his experience is one that uh and i don't have to give him a lot of credit it was because i listened to him that i got a lot of perspective that i didn't have before part of his experience was people black checking him and i'm not just talking black people i mean white people mostly black checking him but i'm sure some black people did too and he has such a maturity and scope and wisdom about what happened to him in his life that most people just never gain um and i think it matters and we have to embrace people like that because it is something to experience um the the judgment of 
black people who have decided that you're not black enough right and still love us and right you know what i'm saying like like we already do the opposite where like and like i said my whole thing is i'm against anti-blackness so i don't like if you're if you went through a hard time and black people were picking on you and your ultimate like you arrived at the ultimate conclusion that you don't fuck with black people or black people are worse than white people somehow or whatever then i really can't fuck with you to be honest like because white people have nerds as well and they you know like people get accused of talking a certain way and white people also perpetuate the notion of talking white and shit like we didn't get that from us that came from them like the fact that he has perspective on that is so amazing to me you know um because i've seen it go the other way i've seen it i still see it every day black people that never got over the hurt that was done to them when they were children and stuff now his album camp is not about that right i love camp his album camp uh is so much about being a black kid that got you know that that is telling like he's basically telling his white constituents i'm woke as fuck too like i also i also see y'all as racist i also see experience racism That's like why they had a problem with that album movie. yeah it's like hey pitchfork paying that album and i'm still convinced they paying that album because they were like we went to your concerts we supported your your mixtape stuff we supported your comedy and then you come out with this album calling out hipster white kids out on their racism what kind of shit is this donald we thought you we knew you we thought you were one of the good right. ones um so he had this woke ass album in camp um that i love but what what was odd to me like he had a uh quote today that i and i he in this interview and i i posted it because i was really impressed with this quote um let's see if i can bring up so he got at he was getting interviewed and they asked him like how do you feel like you're perceived in the black community and he said I know when I go to Baltimore, when I go to DC, it's like 50 50. Half of them are like, I love this dude. This dude's cool. And the other half are like, this coon ass dude. He said it's in his brother's apartment, but I have no hate in my heart for no black person ever because we're in a position where the system has fucked us up so bad. We can't always trust each other. And I just thought that was like such a mature way to view that shit. Yeah. And I can't imagine all the things that he has gone through just dealing with the industry that he's in because it's predominantly white Mm -hmm. and you know the roles that he might have just been bypassed on and skipped over because of the color of his skin and you know dealing with other black people quote on thinking you're trying to quote unquote take their spot because they can fucking only be one of us you know type of shit and it's and it's just one of those things um i agree with him to me your blackness is your blackness i cannot take that away from you i cannot strip that away from you uh whatever your experience is as an african-american or a brown person period that's your experience and it's a black experience and it's one of those things where i think a lot of black people think that their black experience is the only black experience and any other black experience outside of their black experience they ain't trying to hear um and that's not right and it's not fair and that's where a lot of the divisions come in that's where a lot of the confrontations come in because when people you know express how they feel about something and you don't agree or you haven't experienced that you automatically judge you automatically uh, come up with your rebuttals you automatically act like you know their feelings are not valid you automatically act like um their point of view or their perspective 
it's some bullshit because it doesn't quote unquote flow along with your quote unquote ideal thing of how blackness is now there's it's, some, it's like some black people want to conveniently believe we can't hurt each other oh we can and you know what i'm saying but they want to pick and choose their spots of like we can't hurt each other but we can and we do damage each other because we are damaged you know like what has been done to us is cyclical and is something that in order to break it the only thing in my opinion that can break it is loving each other and understanding each other um now that doesn't mean everybody's gonna fall in line and everybody's gonna let go of this uh anti-blackness that we've been taught but that's a huge part of it to me yeah and also it's one of those things where for and i and i'm gonna make this sweeping statement but you know i know it varies for everybody most black people have been hurt more by black people than a white person can ever hurt them in their lifetime and the reason why is because most black people around you have the closest access to you and a lot of times people push blackness as blackness as being safe and the white man is other and the white man is gonna hurt you and the white man is out to get you not realizing that there are some characteristics some traits that race it it, it, it transcends race you know Mm -hmm. there there's some traits that people have that regardless of the color of your skin people will do to you and i think a lot of people trust people trusted people out of blackness above all and ended up getting very very hurt and yeah well here's the thing and i want to be specific to donald glover he doesn't talk like he doesn't talk like that like Mm -mm. he doesn't do the black people ain't shit because i was hurt as a kid and in camp is pretty much his his life it's like his story up to this point right when he makes camp it's you know everything that took donald glover to be childish gambino the rapper and all this stuff and he talks about going to school and i've listened to that album so much because um it wasn't my experience and i learned from it because i do wonder how that kid feels you know like because in my my experience was always that kid never liked me so fuck that kid you know what i mean like fuck his insecurities or whatever it was like well look when i'm in fucking ap class that i always felt like that kid was judging me you know not not donald glover specifically but like the other black kids in my class it was like yeah i don't feel like i should be here and i'm fucking up your culturally white area because you know once you go so far in education the higher up you go the more it's like whiteness is right for a lot of people and mm-hmm i know in high school it was very much like that you know i was the kid that wasn't listening to new kids on the block or fucking any rock and roll any music metal, right like i didn't that was just completely it was like uh but this new um i'm listening to onyx well what's onyx what's that you know like it was very much that type of experience for me um and just with everything i was the only kid in some of my classes that was watching like martin and living single and shit like that and i go to class and they're like you know watching some you other shit friends step by step and yes. shit like that um nothing's wrong with those shows i'm just saying um but oh, no. the point mm-hmm. being i used to feel judged by the other black kids because i was like y'all would rather be cool with these white people than you know kind of be cool to me or at least respect my differences so um i always had that resent me resentment inside of me and i had to let that shit go and i feel like um for especially for a younger dude donald glover's already kind of let that shit go and talked about it 
and that's super important because it takes all kinds not everybody can have the same path and you know like kanye west grew up in chicago and you know he brought the the polos and the backpacks and shit in but that was at the time that was a lane that hadn't been filled like right th- this like this middle kid middle school i mean middle class almost not truly uh not 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 some gangster not nobody right. catching bodies but a dude that was talking about the idea of not going to college or dropping out of college or you know like that was a different perspective and i think donald glover brought that and i think what happened was a lot of people already had the stereotypes in their head and they rejected that dude flat out just like short shorts uh he's rapping about how wearing short shorts makes him weird fuck this dude and it's like but it it that you just did it like you did it to him as you said that that's the re that, that that's a bad reason for him to talk about being ostracized like you you know what i mean so um you know and and of course you know more importantly he got skills like um uh i was just about to play uh freaks and geeks anyway because um this is the album that this is the song i heard while i was like okay maybe this dude is, is nice um yeah let me play this put this on the screen for you guys to see the video um all right Right. Gambino is a mastermind. Fuck a bitch to pass the time. Mass appeal, orange rhyme. Smoke your green. I'm spending mine up. Beat this witch's brew. But beware, this shit is potent. E.E. come into her face. Now that's poetry in motion. Yeah, Gambino make it work. I'm the boss. Move something. Yeah, this dude fucking excuse me. Black to what? And yeah, these girls be acting crazy when they're dancing black swan. I fucking at the club. Put your clothes back on. Loving this track. Rappers wanna battle me. I got the melee ass back. Click make that dinero, so it's time to meet the fuckers. I am running this bitch. You are just a dog walker. Leaving with your girl when the last seen each other. Then you fuck me with the baddest like we done. I think Rihanna. Black girl on her knees. She don't wanna come with me. And my dick is too big. It's a big bang theory. Got a picture in my iPhone. What do y'all think? Why y'all niggas masturbate? I'm in that every L pink. And he could have fooled me on the shit when these dudes talk, talking to me. And it's such a weird video because it's just him in like an airplane hangar by himself <laughs> walking around, spazzing the fuck out. Didn't he do an album <laughs> and didn't have any features? Uh, he, uh, I won't say Camp had no features. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Um, and then on camp where he kind of talked about his life um one of the songs that stuck out to me uh is hold you down because it kind of hit both sides of the um coin with black people and white people and the treatment that he got as a kid um and matter of fact i guess i could just play it rather than Mm -hmm. because i was just gonna read the lyrics but why would i do that when i have a computer in front of me and a mixer he can say it his own words yeah um excuse me um let me see where are my tracks um there we go so yeah it's called hold you down it's on camp I'm 
to fucking lame. That's what they used to yell back in seventh grade. My mama said she'd get me that new jacket when the cars go down. Hit the office, stole some Tommy Hill from Lost and Found. Not bad for the family of a foster child. Looking fly, man, I'm flossing now. But them niggas saw through me. Are you serious? What is this? Took the jacket off. Third, Third period. Ellipses. Listening to sky is the limit on my walk, man. Thinking the bitch can make it through it, man, and I can. Dope boy swag. I always wanted that. But my persona was always more of the after ash. But no love for the son of a commuter who was a radio head and okay to dumb computers at the post office. It's funny how you smoke niggas, then you start coughing. All my people need throat lozenge. My fear's dead. Ambition drove the hurts, but niggas got the feeling I ain't black enough to go to church. Culture shock and barbershop, cause I ain't hood enough. We all look the same to the cops. Ain't that good enough? The black experience is black and serious. Cause being black, my experience is no one hearing us. White kids get to wear whatever hat they want. When it comes to black kids, one size fit all. That is not a nigga throwing black people are terrible and I'm so special and you guys all suck like that's a person that's aware of their blackness that's like yo i got ostracized for not being black enough but i am black enough we're all black enough and nobody gives a fuck about that but us because outside of this they're racist to all of us the same you know like it wasn't a you know admonishment of how terrible black people are and it was also a very true statement which is that white kids do get to wear whatever hat they want like that ex- eccentricity and shit like that is that is and praise for being outside yeah. of the box it's given to white kids yeah. kind of like it's taken for granted like that yeah but you're black hey man you can't have that arthur ash swag with the tennis shorts and uh and the polo shirt like nah you need to rock uh the same ass- fitted yeah. the same shoes everything you need to uh assimilate and that's how you get to uh be white and name your kids apple right and it's not and the thing is it's not like that is an expectation that's put upon you by other black people is put upon people it's put upon us in a whole like right like black white everybody thinks blackness is one size fits all like you, there's a right way to be black and that's not or not you know and that was something i needed to hear because i had never really heard that other experience from a dope ass rapper like i had everybody i had heard at up until you know i really listened to camp everybody i had heard that went through that kind of shit in high school and as a kid they all were on some like fuck black people and this is why black people ain't shit and you know y'all y'all made me feel bad so you know i i don't see why y'all all about black lives matter that type of thing you know um so then he goes into um the racism from white people let me get to that verse I forgot about this breakdown. This is long. Let me get the <laughs> scroll forward a little bit. Let me see. See you in some other way. Okay. I'm tripping off the other. Way. The reason that they say I'm nothing, what they seem to hurt, the same reason Will Smith always opposite Latino girls. They only see you how they want to see you till you make them see you in some other way. I'm tripping off the other day. Cause God knows what these white kids say do. You're not not racist cause the wires in your Netflix too. Subtle racism. It's hard to pin it cause you'd only understand it if you were me for just a minute. 
This one kid said something that was really bad. He said I wasn't really black cause I had a dad. I think that's kind of sad. Mostly cause a lot of black kids think they should agree with that. If you a father, you should stick around if you could. Cause even if you're bad at it, you get Tiger Woods. MJ. We warriors, we all need senseis. Change everything that we've done so far. I don't mean making B-E-T-T-E-R. I mean just the way that we see each other. I won't stop until they say James Franco is the white Donald Glover. Yeah, these niggas want a cookie, but instead I gave them hotness. Sick boy for life, my swag is in the hospice. Aiming for the throne, J and Ye said to watch that. They asked me what I'm doing, and I said I'm stealing rock back. Nigga. Anyway, all that to say that that nigga not just some coon ass sellout, man. And it's mm-hmm. fucked up that people try to perpetuate that. And it's fucked up that people won't let it go because they were wrong about him and then they don't listen to his shit and they don't support him. Right. And they don't even fucking know what they're talking about, but yet they run around with these loud, angry ass opinions and don't know better. I don't know who hurt you, but that is Come literally, on. and I'm not saying that pejoratively that is a question we all need to find out and answer for ourselves so that we can let that shit go because it a lot of this shit seems to stem from the hurt that either anti-black black black people did to other black people in some way like whether it's because you were too white quote unquote and you can't let that shit go and you need to let that go and vice versa for the people that were because i was one of those people that felt judged by the those other black people where it was like yo why are you coming down on me like i'm wrong for having my pants sagging or i'm you know like i'm like i i'm at this internship and i'm feeling judged from my peers you know like that kind of shit i've had that experience so my experience has just been different but it doesn't make it less valid and it doesn't make it not real and the same way i wouldn't want donald glover to cover that up when he's telling his story um because it's a it's a valid thing and especially the way that he kind of got over it um i don't want anybody i'm not skipping over that shit in my story either it's not like i'm gonna not talk about it it's just i got over it i'm i'm an adult and i let it go and you can too you know anyway let's talk about all this other shit happening in the world all right guys sorry i had to go on that tangent but nigga pissed me off on my nigga was on my in my mentions for like an hour and a half mad at donald glover i was like for real it's a, like the quote is self-explanatory i didn't even read the quote god damn you banging on just his name people do that <laughs> when i tell you i was tweeting his name and people commented and it had shit to do with what i said yes they they queue up his name and they just go in and anybody that says his name yeah man you gotta let that shit go in order to to fully i think process as a human being and, and i you think mo- a lot of people can't do it and they refuse to do it because you think a lot of people think if i let this go if i let this grudge go if i let this hurt go who am i without this like that's that is really how i feel like a lot of people are like who am i if my scars make me and if i don't hold tightly to these scars then what am i and i think people you know i think kids need to hear people like donald glover the same way they need to hear kendrick lamar the same way like we need all that shit because there's a whole diaspora of blackness and black experience in america 
and we shouldn't try to define it narrowly because we are infinite you know right and and we come in in all types of shape color sizes we actually are rainbow coalition even though we're all black and i think uh for me personally uh when you say who hurt you a lot of times people want to say that but they don't ever apply that to themselves and i i'll just say like i've had to ask myself sometimes like if somebody says something or does something to me and my response is like vicious Mm -hmm. i'll begin to say where's this anger coming from why am i lashing out at you who basically has nothing to do with this anger that I'm feeling. This anger is probably outside of you. So I need to reevaluate myself and, and figure out what was um, causing me to feel like this and to fix it. Because, you know, people feel different ways about uh, how they deal with their feelings and their emotions. And you have the right to feel how you want to feel and deal with things with and deal with things how you want to deal with things. But I know how my heart functions and my heart can't take that heaviness and so for me i'm like hey i need to fix this because i like to be in a happy realm and i know uh for me i can't i don't like to function being angry i don't like to function being sad or mad all the time so uh anything contrary to that i try to almost immediately nip it in the bud and get it out of my life and it's easier said than done because like especially with blackness we feel like that's part of our experience like um i used to feel like people bringing that shit up were like what's your ulterior motive but if that's your experience that's your experience right you know and then the question is what did you get from your experience because that's a reality but a lot of people get over it you know what i mean some people never get over that shit but a lot of people get over it so it's what it is you should not have to not discuss that shit because of how i feel like it might go because it might not go there and if i'm so glad i didn't feel that way about donald glover man like i gave that dude a chance you know to listen to him and was like you know i remember the first time i heard that album i was just like yeah i don't know if i could really fuck with this because he's talking about how black people have treated him he's talking about how white kids have treated him but it's kind of almost like black people were so were fucked up to him and, and white people were fucked up to him and it's and 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 while he's let it go and become a man throughout this i was like i don't want to listen to somebody talk about a negative experience but that's so fucked up because i'll listen to a rapper talk about how black people kill each other in the neighborhoods i'll listen to a black to a rapper talk about how black people sell drugs i'll listen to them talk about how they treat other black women like i'll listen to you you know talk tell these stories but then with him it was too close to home and i was oh no i don't want to i don't want to experience that and it's like that's bullshit you know right that like that's your own that's my own reflexive defense mechanism being like i don't oh no 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 and i'm glad i kept listening because i was not only do i think it's brilliant but it's it really was a story i'd never heard put on an album before uh especially for hip-hop true and also uh i think uh when it comes to black people uh, white people are allowed to go through phases in life. Like they're allowed to to go through all types of phases, be it sexual, quote unquote, sexual phases, be it immature phases. They're allowed to go through phases. But black people, we aren't allowed to go through those same phases. And when you go through phases in life, they cause you to mature. They cause you to grow. They don't um, uh, they don't stunt your 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 growth. They cause you to experience 
things that you otherwise wouldn't have experienced and i think that because black people end up putting ourselves in a box and because we put ourselves in a box we want you in that same box too it causes a lot of these problems in my opinion that we lash out and get mad and get angry and the thing is like I said before, people have the right to feel how they feel, and it does not strip them of their blackness. And I think that a lot of times it, it frustrates me when people act like everything you say and do automatically your blackness is attached to it. No, sometimes I'm just saying this as a human being, but for some reason it, it all revolves and goes back to my blackness. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot, man. We put a lot of pressure on each other in this country right. to kind of work through this shit, but you know, it's, it, we like, but it's it's definitely something that i feel like we should discuss and it doesn't have to put uh it doesn't have to be like my feeling at the time was almost like well don't tell your story because it's gonna sound like black people can can be fucked up as well and that's stupid you know what i mean (laughs) like like that, that literally was just a dumb thought that i had like you're not you don't owe blackness to keep your pain a secret you don't right, right. you know especially when it helped formulate it helped you become the person you are and to see perspective and that's you know one of the things he said that resonated with me in that interview and in that quote i put out was trying to love everybody that's black like it's difficult as fuck i'm trying to do it but it's i mean i'm sure it's an impossible task but i want to have love in my heart for everybody that's black especially in this country because of the shit that we got put through right and also it's just one of those things where different people have different experience like i said for being blackness but for some people they they like unless you sing and nobody knows the right. trouble i've seen you know a sweet old sweet chariot that your problems right. ain't that bad right but you don't have to be in those situations to experience pain to experience hurt there's different levels to it and, and I, oh go ahead I'm no sorry. problem and just because it ain't this this sad song and mama died the day to die there in the foster care it don't mean that pain and hurt ain't real well I, I mean the other thing is that i was asking black people that were weird and got ostracized for that via blackness to basically be quiet the same way we ask black women to be quiet the right. same way we ask black lgbt people to be quiet like i they sh- you shouldn't have to be quiet that doesn't detract from your blackness and it doesn't mean you're not down it doesn't mean you're not woke or whatever the terms the kids are saying these days it just doesn't mean you're like some trash ass black person because you're willing to speak about your experience and especially because the only thing i really care about is that people don't come out of that and be like fuck black people that's the only thing i really care about because it feels like the country is the default of the country is fuck black people come on and i hate to see black people on that shit as well you know like it's like i really you know i would hope that most of us can undo that programming because it's just so unhealthy for us to and but and it's so unavoidable but it's so unhealthy for us to deal with um all right speaking of black people chicken what about chicken i like chicken of course you do of course you do because i'm black colonel sanders nephew casually reveals kfc secret recipe and some slaves they stole from slaves didn't they <laughs> tell the truth same thing with the mashed potatoes <laughs> everything all 11 herbs and spices came from them negroes <laughs> out there in them fields I was walking one day 
Mr. KFC and I seen my slave out there humming her tunes. You know, slaves is happy. She was happy out there. I was like, what is you putting in that chicken? The chicken is delicious. And she said, sir, I'm putting 11 herbs and spices. What 11 herbs and spices are you using? I made, I beat the hell out of her and raped her and made her tell me. And she told me what the 11 herbs and spices and I was like, good God almighty. I'm not going to give you no credit and I'm going to separate your family, but I'm getting ready to make millions off of these 11 herbs and spices. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. How did this story get so dark? <laughs> Why did he have to rape her, Karen? He couldn't have just told the spices and he beat her already. Didn't he send a family away? Ah, <sighs> <laughs> oh, because it's probably true. <laughs> So you got to laugh at every fucking thing. Us, <laughs> your scream. Oh, well. Apparently, what happened in this one is he uh, was doing an interview and um, with the the Tribune, and he showed a scrapbook of his family. And I guess in the in the picture, they could see uh, eleven herbs and spices. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. Um. So I don't know. Is uh. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe he accidentally showed a picture, and now the world knows, in this scrapbook, that there's a list of eleven herbs and spices inside of it, and the ingredients are. Are you ready? Are y'all writing this down? Y'all want to have the kfc recipe garlic paprika rosemary you got you got paprika right it's garlic salt not garlic okay uh all right so two-thirds teaspoon of salt okay a half a teaspoon of thyme okay 1.2 teaspoon of basil i think you made a one half teaspoon of basil i put a point okay half teaspoon of oregano okay one teaspoon of celery salt okay one teaspoon of black pepper okay one teaspoon of dried mustard Mm-hmm. four test teaspoons of paprika Ooh. okay two teaspoons of garlic salt okay. one teaspoon of ground ginger mm. three teaspoons of white pepper and you mix it with two cups of flour so now you guys can make shit now you guys can now make what i would consider the fourth or fifth best chicken in the fast food game right even they crispy ain't really that crispy yeah the kfc wouldn't confirm if that is the original recipe and just deflected giving the tribune a generic everyone thinks they had a secret type response but uh yeah that's that's colonel's nephew with that yeah. list mm-hmm. you think no, it's real ain't, it probably is ain't no seasoning salt Mm-mm. Mm-mm, yeah okay you think black people came up with it still I mean, no seasoning. I mean, think you stole that from a slave? I don't know. Hmm? But I bet you he probably did and was like, you know what? This got too much flavor. I got a whiteness. I feel like he must have stole. He had to steal it from black people because 11 herbs and spices. White people don't cook nothing with 11 herbs and spices. And I, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if it, if the original one probably had 25 to 30 and they had to cut it down. Mm, maybe. They couldn't afford all the spices. Right. 
um in more food news the sec security exchange commission Mm -hmm. calls out chipotle for trying to claim a four million dollar profit from free burritos promo (laughs) oh you got a profit but you do it when it's free though how you got a profit apparently oh um, are are they doing that thing like it's a free burrito but we're gonna charge you for your soda your guac your chips and everything else and that's where the four million dollars came from uh in a written letter dated july 1st addressed to chipotle mexican grill the sec responded to chipotle's letter which addressed the effect of the coupons for free burritos which totaled four million dollars had on chipotle sales on june 22nd chipotle wrote the sec looking for a way to make it seem like spending or wasting four million dollars on free burritos for customers was positive for sales uh <laughs> uh the sec said nah dog right we do not recognize any revenue on free food coupons issued to or redeemed by customers Mm-mm. how are they gonna count that as money that's not, like it's coupons there's no money being exchanged right the machines probably kept track of it. like we gave a lot of food away fuck yeah i mean i guarantee you that's what happened that's what they had to do to stay in business you know yeah when everybody began to e coli people was boycotting them and shit uh ramen is becoming really popular in prison it's actually becoming more popular than cigarettes for trade oh shit more popular than them cinnamon buns must be honey buns yeah it must be um there while they get fed three meals a day prison commissary programs play a vital role in bringing extra food to inmates from the outside each inmate has a commissary account that can have money added to it from friends family or private citizens that is known as putting money on the books however the commissionary programs also open the doors to an unregulated bartering and trading system shared between the inmates that at times can cause serious rifts in prison in a study published monday university of arizona doctoral doctoral student michael gibson light interviewed inmates to find out why ramen is becoming more popular than tobacco in fact the study revealed that packaged ramen noodles are quickly becoming more valuable than cigarettes the study found that a pack of noodles which costs less than one dollars can be worth almost five dollars to inmates i mean i'm in a chunk what do they do it do they grind it is this is it because it's non-perishable they can last forever like what do they do with it uh i don't know i'm gonna keep reading this article though okay uh a sweatshirt worth ten dollars and 81 cents can be bought for two packs of ramen each pack costs 59 cents in the commissary in order to cover all the bases gibson light interviewed more than 50 inmates at one facility the inmates nor the facility were identified for security purposes um one inmate interview said i've seen fights over ramen people get killed over soup shit damn bitch you gonna give up them oriental tonight no. or somebody dying of a high blood pressure what's happening here give me that chicken flavor i know either either, either you gonna have a heart attack from all this sodium or i'm gonna kill you uh there's a the study highlights the lack of regulation in prison food programs due to a lack of funding according to a study correctional facilities have performed cost-cutting measures to reflect positively on budgets however because they privatize however it is the inmates who are left uh, at the mercy of the company or firm sending the food into prisons which is unhealthy and reduced quality the guardian reported that inmates were getting less food that was equally unhealthy and their ske- and the scheduled meals went from receiving three meals a day to two hot meals and one cold lunch during the week 
the only two meals for the whole day and only two meals for the whole day on the weekends shit i know that damn <laughs> yeah that's why uh, that's why i stay out of jail you know um uh, i don't some people be man i ain't worried about jail man what the fuck you sound like a bitch bitch man i ain't worried about jail shit man i, I, man, I don't give a damn about going to jail you can take me to jail take, take me, me to jail, jail. lock me up lock, lock me, me up, up. <laughs> go away the kid go away the kid i ain't afraid to fuck somebody in his ass maybe uh toothpick too far too far maybe he just like ramen noodles that much i don't know um but the change was a part of a cost-cutting measure um said uh they said in the interview this cost-cutting measure resulted in malnourishment of inmates who required more calories to get through their days hence the spike in the popularity of ramen noodles between inmates Mm -hmm. so that's what happened uh gibson also said a correctional officer at the prison he was studying told him that he once examined the food in the kitchen and found a box containing nasty looking full chickens that was boldly marked several times with the word not for human consumption shit and they served that uh so yeah this is what happens when you privatize too because that's they're just like hey profit gotta get this money and you know one way to get money not feeding these motherfuckers mm-hmm. bottom line and we're gonna count these coupons as four million dollars in income right uh have you heard about little poopy he's just a rapper he is a rapper karen little poopy i hope it's a kid he's a 13 year old rapper okay that, okay who became famous at this age at the age of nine for his raunchy videos about money and hoes and he just got a sony epic record deal mm-hmm you want to see some little poopy in action y'all oh you do oh you definitely do and you will and because i saw it ah! and you'll never be able oh, to what's happening it. here just like me wait hold on turn this volume back up Oh, I guess that's the oh wow oh wow he was really um smacking on someone's ass who was twerking mm, I, mm, de- um, there's a lot going on no mm-mm. no to everything no to it all Karen no 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 you know mm-mm ain't no telling you know because i try to be funny a, a lot of adults are not responsible they give zero fucks about your kid so who knows like what's happening behind the scene with that child mm. 
like a lot of people don't want to like like un- un- unless you got somebody's mama on the sideline go oh it's time for you to go home uh, women's asses is is, is 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 rotating around and uh, you got to go if it ain't nobody like monitoring like i'm not trying to find like truly monitoring him like you ain't got to strip everything away from him because you know kids are gonna be kids but you know i could see that being a, a hot mess oh listen this is this is his story karen okay 13 year old little poopy and he signed the, he signed to the same label that had artists named like outcast timberland p diddy jennifer lopez he gained notoriety at age nine when he appeared in a music video where he called himself a cocaine cowboy as he rapped about money hoes and kissed fistfuls of cash i wonder if he uh wrote them himself yeah i, I, I don't know like I, that seems like an adult you know how like pageant moms make their kids do those pat like seem like his dad might have want to be a rapper and he just had a little poopy recite him and you know what uh shot nicked you i'm just i'm having an auntie moment i'm like fuck no <laughs> i'm sorry i wonder what happens when he gets older and he just starts going by poopy and my thing is this babe we're like baby i don't mind you being a rapper but we're gonna have to get more creative than poopy sweetie you sound like you're three well he's he's i mean that's when he got the nickname uh louise louise rivera senior the massachusetts father of little poopy was hit uh with some child abuse charges um in 2013 after authorities claimed the boy sexually suggested videos amounted to child abuse but rivera argued that his son was merely acting in the videos where he is featured slapping women's behinds riding in a ferrari throwing wads of cash in the air and dancing with girls twice his age in all fairness i mean that is acting if he was a kid that got cast in a role on vice principals and he was cussing up a storm they, that would be okay they wouldn't say right. child abuse for the parents nope. I mean, that not that i agree yeah uh his father said that the spanking gestures are the same way that baseball players commend each other during the game slapping each other on the butt ah, so, too. if it's a woman twerking um in spandex where you can see through it what's the difference i guess they ain't done yeah when you hit a home run when you go to the bleachers they tap you on the butt he's not doing anything wrong the charges were later dropped um the kids got talent why are they so worried about him rapping his father asked at the time everybody got a dream muhammad ali wanted to be a boxer the kids on american idol want to do country or rock he's doing what he wants to do you can't knock him for that um uh so now i hope hope he signed yeah i hope uh whoever is uh watching little poopy just just you know just be sure you keep them clean little poopy said all the older people older friends always underestimated me they like they like me now i just want them to know that i'm coming to the, for the top they better be ready yeah they like you now they like your money sweetie mm-hmm mm-hmm they like them now though right and, the and back and then they didn't want them now they hot they all up on them yeah you cute now you know but mm-hmm. your balls ain't dropped and your voice ain't deepened and you ain't went through you know teenage so we'll we'll, we'll see what's happening with little poopy in 10 years from now as he's still rapping well, he was born to be a star can he earned his stage name when he was still a child he's just a baby mm-hmm. the reason they call me little poopy is because my dad well he used to change me i used to poop all over his hands he explained and he stuck me with that name i actually kind of like it uh so little poopy gonna be retiring before 30 like little bow wow mm-hmm well good luck little poopy yeah good luck good luck good luck just hope they had the toilet tissue around you they will be taking him to the next level you know and mm-hmm. 
we'll be seeing what's going on um so mm, we'll see where the world takes a little poopy mm-hmm. keep dropping that hot shit little poopy yeah just hope you don't go down the drain mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know he'll do it for a good run and we'll see i don't know he might splatter on the scene just have to try this thing on out karen and we'll find out find out what's going on with that mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be feceing a lot of him <laughs> <laughs> hopefully he don't stink it up <laughs> oh, oh man well you know first time's not to try you try a second time then you try a third WGN is going to keep giving America history's lessons as they have now um, de- are starting to develop a uh, show called Black Wall Street. I'm here for it. I am here for it. Ain't WGN the people do underground? Yep. And, and my thing is this. Our stories need to be told. And our stories come in various different ways. And the thing i personally like about underground i hadn't seen the new roots or whatever whatever i haven't seen that one yet but one thing i really did enjoy about underground a lot is that they didn't hide from a lot of stuff and it was actually centered around the black people it wouldn't white people coming to save them i think when it comes you know the stories like this a lot of times is yeah the, the, the niggas is there but they kind of props we actually gonna cover the white folks but they was like nah we gonna cover the niggas the niggas is the star they, they they the heroes they've done marvelous things and we're gonna tell the story from their perspective and i am here for it and i hope they continue to do this uh i think that uh more and more black people will continue to actually go over to the station and watch because i didn't even know wgn was a channel i just thought it was a chicago bulls channel like I don't, i'm not trying to find the people outside of the chicago area for us it was the chicago bulls channel so when it was like wgn i was like oh the, the bulls channel or the cubs channel yeah um my thing is i do want to see this mm-hmm it's gonna end badly we already know because um black wall street is it was a name given to a to a neighborhood greenwood in tulsa oklahoma where there was a thriving black community in the early 20th century and then it was burned to the ground by white attackers in may 1921 um so that you know it's gonna be kind of sad at some point because obviously that you know it's still the story of struggle and whatnot but right I, it's a story that really hasn't really been told nope. and a lot of i know i didn't learn about it in school nope because anything that ends in white people being horrible they don't want to really teach you nope, they won't. no i still think the only reason they teach us civil rights and eyes on the prize shit is because in the end white people relented and gave us civil rights so then it was like okay see we're the kind of the good guys too and jackie kennedy and uh you know like a week there was lbj like all these people kind of contributed to this as opposed to you know um stories like this where there's no happy ending uh because you killed everybody and it's and it's white people did that out of nothing but racism there's no redeemable quality yeah and even with uh the civil rights they whitewash everything like even with that 
you don't tell the whole story you know because i don't know how they do it in school today but when you ask most black people you had a hand you had like a free loaded list of negroes that, that that you learned about and you, for years through your whole school system and unless you had parents that had somebody to teach you outside of that you only learned about martin luther king you earn learned about you know certain people you know when it came to the radical people or the people that like made changes or the people that actually uh fought against equality and i don't mean fought against equality as we could we now we can make a uh uh a positive trait out of you i'm talking about like they was like fuck y'all and i and i'm not here for none of your shit those stories you don't we don't we're not told yeah the only thing i worry about is how good can the story possibly be if john legend and the producers behind it aren't rapists you know because lately i've been learning the only way to tell the black story is through forgiving a rapist and moving on i mean it's the only way y'all it's the most important story of all time as long as we understand that we have to let go and forgive and forget about sexual assault and that's what that's what's really important because people that aren't rapists obviously can't tell good stories this is the only time we're gonna get a chance at having black history guys we're never gonna have black history again in america there would never be a chance no one's gonna give us another shot so uh ever in life yeah so i hope this is good you know but i mean what's the odds of it being good if john legend has been nice to people his whole life i don't know i don't know <laughs> i mean we better hope we find some kind of scandal in his background because that's the only way to be good at acting according to yeah. a lot of angry posts and on i'm Facebook. sorry y'all his headline is not a scandal you're gonna have to come a little bit deeper than that come on Karen. why would you take a crooked shot like that <laughs> no i'm not not a crooked shot but like, like that that'd be mm-hmm. that'd be a scandal that would be everybody be talking about but honey Karen, you're going right to the edge up of these jokes and that's enough Mm-mm. okay you're gonna fall over i don't care i don't care nothing about his edges he keep doing underground all is forgiven uh, john legend if you're listening to this i'm sorry i but i can't tell her what to do she just mm-mm. you get one bad haircut and it's just for the rest of your life that be black twitter mm-hmm. it's black twitter y'all making her say this i blame them she's a real victim <laughs> yes i am speaking of the real victim um people are trying to get a mosque in georgia and they had a town hall meeting and things got a little little First, the wacky rages over a plan to build an islamic cemetery and mosque in newton county chris hopper was there for tonight's packed meeting he has the details Guys, tonight we heard a lot about religion, terrorism, and fear. We heard some about traffic and congestion this development might cause, and we heard very little support for this proposed cemetery and mosque in Newton County. As you can hear there, the crowd was very loud at certain points. There were two public hearing sessions tonight. 600 people packed inside this old courthouse in Covington. Three hours of public comment centered on a proposed development of an Islamic cemetery and mosque in a rural part of Newton County. The group owns this property. They have plans to build. Newton County zoning laws and federal laws allow it. But based on what we heard tonight, people here want it stopped. 
We have already seen bombings and beheadings. Eight years ago, our U.S. government got a Muslim president who has put Muslims in power. So it's hard for folks like me and probably most of you tonight to draw the line between innocent Muslims and radical Muslims since they all claim to serve the same God and they all claim to follow the same book. So it really bothers me that I'm labeled a bigot because I just question it. That shouldn't be because I don't care if they come and worship, but I do care if it's 135 acres worth of a very large development. Now, I mentioned there was very little support. There was one lady who said she is Jewish, who spoke during tonight's public hearing. She said this discussion is necessary, but she cautioned many people here tonight. And if this discussion was happening 100 years ago, there's a good chance it'd be happening about my people. And on, 100 years ago or so, Millions of people, of my people, including my great aunt, were sent to their deaths. Now, we know that commissioners here in Newton County passed a five-week moratorium at their meeting last week. That basically means no religious development permits will be issued in the entire county. That puts this project on hold for now. We know the Council on American Islamic Relations and the NAACP have called on the Department of Justice to investigate what's going on here in Newton County, and we are told they are doing that. Live in Covington, Chris Hopper, 11 Alive News. All right, Chris, thank you. How do we get to the Muslim president part is what I want to know. Eight years ago, we got a Muslim president. Because people believe that and they fucking vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, that whole room voting for Donald Trump. Um, also, shout out to the woman that said, I'm laying labeled a bigot just because I'm asking questions. No, bitch, you a bigot. <laughs> Don't try to cover it up. You saying that because somebody already told you to your face that you a bigot. So you... How can you criticize me? I'm already saying that I'm a bigot, so there's nothing you can say, you know, to, to stick. Just Let's just keep it real. You're a bigot. You just don't want to accept that. Sweetie. Maybe you're asking bigoted questions. Have you thought about that? A lot right. of just asking questions motherfuckers are saying some problematic shit all the time, but I'm just asking questions. Right, and I'm with that Jewish lady, and she should have said, well, y'all, y'all probably thought the same thing about niggas, too. Mm-hmm uh no more drama i'm a little sad about this guys oh mary j blige oh no wrong mary j blige i'm a little sad about this it looks like their breakup is really peaceful and that she was not hurt too bad and that her ex-husband is actually saying that it's it's her prerogative to leave him Hmm. someone asked what did you do to mary j he said married her loved her helped her and tried to grow with her oh yeah i don't it's looking like the album gonna be terrible y'all i I don't know i thought that maybe he had been dogged out got on drugs you know that kind of stuff but it don't seem like he's too bad of a guy um so i'm a little nervous y'all i hope me too. hopefully we'll find out there was a scandal behind the scenes that he really was a, a secret piece of shit but come out album. if not the album just gonna be you know it's not gonna be the flames that we deserve Mm-mm. um and, and we need no that. flame emojis gonna be used like i needed him to respond to that person on twitter like bitch the fuck you better get out my motherfucking business and the hand claps yeah she ain't going nowhere till i say so you know something something possessive and crazy then i would have been like "Ooh, this album 
maybe i had several women okay maybe i'm like usain bolt uh behind on child support payments well you won't be able to renew your car registration in texas Mm-hmm. good no not good how the fuck am i gonna get to work to pay these child support payments and i ain't got no car <laughs> that ain't make sense this is crazy this is a stupid law what a dumbass law it is how i'm gonna get to court i call uber to get to court now i can't afford <laughs> child support but, but i can afford to get but, to court but you know what it, it's the sad part about it is that they probably did that because they're not trying funny they probably have so that so many people that didn't pay child support today was like fuck it we we gonna inconvenience your ass so bad either you're gonna pay or we're gonna start stripping shit from you now is it fair right no you're not gonna get me to believe that this fucking punitive justice system of ours needed a whole lot of reasons to start penalizing people i don't know how many people it was but you're not this this is a dumb law it's, just it's cause, a dumb it's law because they can yeah i don't like this law i'm sorry is you know there has to be ways don't you already have like jail and shit don't y'all already can't, have a thing can't, to can't, do can't they can't I, I maybe just me but can't they take your check for you get it yeah well don't they already put warrants on people for this shit like i didn't arrest yeah they will they when, get you. what i don't understand the purpose of being like now you riding dirty because it's not like motherfuckers gonna be like well i guess i won't drive to work no more they're gonna just drive dirty man it's this is a bad this is a bad okay. idea and yeah. it's gonna cost so much more money if you get pulled over it this bad this, i don't like this I, at I wonder all who thought of this idea who who uh, ah okay okay they're just trying to shame people and take care of the kids which i mean obviously i want you to take care of your kids i'm not a fucking savage but this ain't this ain't the answer right because you might be penalizing people that are actually trying to take care of their children yeah you're supposed to be notified 90 days prior to renewal your plate guess what my plate expired last year and i only knew it because i went up there for a different reason i went to the to the dmv and the lady was like and she was like oh we just haven't been sending out notices that much this year the fuck right you know what i'm saying i could have got pulled over for some shit i could be one of these fucking hashtags man i don't play like that but the point being man what if this person don't get notified they behind on child support they get pulled over a uh because yeah, the state ain't gonna be like well we ain't seen no notices out yeah I, nah man i don't like this man you gotta come up with a better way than this shit i'm sorry this yeah, shit and, and, and it's nothing but it's it's it's, it's a uh, penalty racket it's another way to draw money into the state is the state losing money or some shit where they were like we got to find another way for some revenue yeah i guess i don't know i, I don't like, know because it doesn't make any sense i don't like i don't like oh, it man you know what it might be because uh you know the um they passed those laws about the uh the non-profit non-profitizing so like you said this might be one of the ways that they're trying to get around bringing money into the into the state because yeah. you're losing money from all these um and, uh, and honestly i don't even think you're giving them an incentive to like let me go report myself in so i won't lose my i think they just gonna be like man fuck it then like yeah, <laughs> like it. i'm already behind on this shit enough for y'all to be sending me this okay then i'll just get caught i'm gonna just have to get caught driving yeah, dirty y'all just gonna have to come get me yeah i don't know man that shit's scary to me it gotta be another solution in that especially we already got shit we already got court we already got fees we already got fines we already got incarceration we have tools to innate to tell somebody to pay like 
you're not gonna have a sticker on your card that's that's gonna stop the kind of person that's like i'm never paying child support nope you know what what's more than I'm, i don't know my my hope is that it just doesn't catch people that are like legitimately behind right for whatever reason and trying to do the right thing and now they can't drive to work they can't get an interview right. they you can't get a job yeah i just hope it's not gonna catch people like that and that um i don't know enough about child support to know what percentage of people that is right. but just i would hate for somebody to be deprived of a person that actually does want to be a good father and be in their life and pay child support over some a fucking ticket you know yeah that's okay you can't even get get to court to to talk about uh rearranging or making back payments or anything because yeah you spending money on uber and shit it, i don't know it just it seems like a slippery slope i don't know um yeah, and it makes sense that texas will be the first people to do it i'm surprised it was north carolina but go ahead um all right let's get into some fucking with black people guys um where's my fucking with black people music <clears throat> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles and we grade them from zero to 100 intervals of 25 how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. All right, let's go. They are now tying, in a new study, they are now tying um, hair loss to um, racism. Mm-hmm. Researchers at Rockdale Community University have uncovered the first clear links between racism and hair loss among men. In an in-depth study lasting nearly two days, first-year students poured through hundreds of right-wing Facebook sites and profiles where the user indicates a fondness for teachings of Enoch Powell and the Daily Mail, lead researcher Chantel Bickerdike Bickerdike uh, explains the the fondness. We had noticed a high proportion of men who appear at Britain's first in English Defense League demonstration sport the polished cue ball look. So we started to frequent the right wing side of Facebook to see if there was a physical trend we could exploit for a few easy credits and it appears that most men who become right wing rapidly suffer hair loss and an awful lot of cases become overweight also some people point to donald trump as an exception to the rule but that rug isn't fooling anybody (laughs) that's a true there's a big old slap heed under it uh they asked about possible reasons for the changes uh chantelle continued we believe that is an evolutionary trait that where bodies are preparing for the nuclear winter they will inevitably bring about by getting head start on hair loss and storing fat is as good explanation as any ah uh-huh. so stop being racist save your hair yeah well my question is what about other people that lose their hair i guess i'm racist too Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i guess i must be on the low uh zero to a hundred karen zero that's actually all right funny. zero there you go uh my question too is like uh maybe there's a high proportion of them that are just skinheads mm, cutting their own hair off neighbors saw that their a black family's home had some um graffiti on it that said stuff like kkk and nigger and so they decided to paint over it um 
instead oh is this one of these videos with words instead of talking my oh, fuck you i hate those <laughs> damn facebook anyway um basically it's a tight-knit community in Tenenema, wait Tenenema, washington they watched the hateful messages away before marvin phillips and his family could see him Razor sprayed the n-word and kkk on the family's home and car marvin 58 told abc i'm 58 years old so this isn't the first time i've seen or heard something like this i didn't want to have to explain to my kids what the n-word was or what the kkk was about right now i didn't want my kids to look at their friends differently my daughter is a cheerleader and a girl scout i didn't want her to look at her peers differently the vandalism left the military veteran absolutely offended and upset local resident heidi russell asked for help on facebook and she was quickly she quickly rounded up about 50 volunteers they bought paint and got rid of the hate crime before marvin and his five children got home so they wouldn't have to see it oh well there goes the evidence for the police uh they did a fantastic job they pulled out their spirit and their love it was unreal i was overwhelmed there's a local restaurant here that brought us dinner for that night there's an organization that came over and gave us a hundred dollars to take the kids to the wet and wild place because uh because we had to end our vacation zero to a hundred care a hundred for that one now why'd you give it a hundred let me think (laughs) okay all right well i'll say my score then Mm -hmm. uh i give it a 25 uh like i feel like the initial vandalism was a hundred for me but the community gathering together to say let's clear this shit off and uh you know get like let's do away with this is uh is like minus 75 okay that 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 makes sense that makes sense yeah yeah it's 100 for that uh but yeah because people actually cared Mm -hmm. yeah i drop it to 25 i would have gave it a yeah 25 yeah i appreciate that from the people man honestly a lot of times you don't get that response yeah and i was you know at first i was like well why they film it why is this a facebook video but the thing is she asked for help on facebook um and i actually like that they filmed it man people do need to see good shit like this like this is the only way to really stomp out racism and shit is to show that there's more of us that give a fuck about each other than it is of the one or two people that it takes to vandalize somebody's house and put a stigma on your whole neighborhood because your silence is complicity and your standing by not doing shit is also complicity man like so when you see some evil shit like that and you step up yeah document it put it on the internet i know some people are gonna come at you sideways like y'all just trying to get the public like but real talk there's still good people out in the world y'all didn't do that to like y'all didn't put that shit on their house no you and i'm not gonna treat you the same as the people that did that and that's dope um so and i you know i would appreciate and hope somebody would do the same shit for me man because it's wrong you know and 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 vice versa man if i saw somebody putting fucked up shit on somebody's walls for being muslim or something i would love to go on facebook and be like hey man let's fucking get this shit off of here and show people that this not this not represent us because this is our neighborhood and someone came into our neighborhood to try to cause this discord and to make sure that his children looks at us sideways and that he looks at his neighbor sideways and he wonders who really did this and which one of us is with now he may still always do that because it's not like they caught the person who did it but he'll know that we got his back and that's more important than any of this shit so yeah 
25 man yeah not a stump out stump at the mess but they know hey we can't do that over there anymore yeah obviously fuck that racist person that did it come on you know um a social networking site uh next door has now blocked racial profiling from post online we covered this a long time ago but i think it's called like next door neighbor or something like that mm-hmm. or next door it's a social network um and it's decided to block users from publishing certain posts specifically when they appear to be racial profiling talking about race and racial profiling does not come naturally to nirav tolia the ceo next of next door and yet he's doing it anyway what someone considers to be racist is something that is unfortunate in many cases in the eye of the beholder he said why do people like trump and some people think that he's satan the company is confronting a tough problem how do you stop an activity when people can't even agree on how to define it jaywalking and speeding are easy racial profiling does not have a universally accepted definition as criminology experts note in the face of public criticism by users who felt the site was permitting racism and fear-mongering next door decided to create a working definition that is relatively broad anything that allows a person to stereotype an entire race and throughout this summer in a move that that's highly unusual for a tech company the in him and his engineers have been uh testing ways to stop it online that's pretty good man um because a lot of times when they get these complaints they don't do shit mm-hmm. i mean until they have an incident right and i think that uh i do like what they did uh i wonder is it they're just trying to get out hateful speech or like and and i guess my question is is it because how can i say it i guess my question is how how many black people use this quote-unquote site oh five i don't know (laughs) i don't know i don't know that's not a a good 10 i don't know i mean the thing is what it doesn't matter if zero black people on here you shouldn't be able to raise your profile you shouldn't be able to be like saw two brown people on my block every i'm scared right right and i and like i understand that perspective but is it one of those things where you do it that way but if like if a black person goes on there and they say something would you consider that racial like would you consider it reverse it sounds like they're trying to scrub anything that uses the stereotype of an entire group okay uh so it says people engage in racial profiling often not on purpose tolia says it's implicit bias for example he says the user might think if i look out my window and i see someone breaking into a car the only thing i see is that they're dark skin why can't i post it that's all i see the problem with that post the dark skin man breaking into a car is that while the activity sounds like a crime the description of the alleged perpetrator lacks any useful detail like what right. he was wearing his sneakers his hairstyle or height right. because that message goes to out to the entire neighborhood where presumably many of the neighbors reading the post are dark skin that would be considered racial profiling okay okay i'm i'm, I'm with you now the, the so yes so 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 when you post stuff people kind of in that area see it now okay i 100 percent agree zero yeah, yeah yeah because because all you you're doing is far is uh sparking up uh fear-mongering yeah and it seemed like next door was supposed to be like this thing for neighbors to kind of have a community mm-hmm. you know as a social network and yeah obviously it turned into 
Um, yeah, that's like we we can't have this here. You talking about Donald Trump? What the fuck they got to do with what's happening around your neighborhood? Well, it just turned into probably racism. True. I saw three black kids walking around outside uh, next door. Just letting you know, check your neighborhood. You know that kind of uh, shit. All right, um, let's go into uh, let's just go right into guest the race. Okay, do we really need white people news today? I like to think not sorry we got a late starter we had to do something early y'all um let's see here now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the land where we find different articles and we have well karen and the audience guess the race of the people involved and of course karen is racist and so it's the chat room all right um let's see here um a couple pushed a professor off of an 80-foot ledge to his death oh because they thought they were in his will. Yep. Oh, he tricked you! <laughs> they pushed him off an 80-foot ledge. Um, police say Ronald Bedick was reported missing August 12th. State police at Rockview conducted a full investigation and found him dead in the quarry near Remy, Remy Road in Potter Township. Police said the investigation revealed that George Ishler the Jr. drove him to the quarry under a ruse. While at the quarry, police said Ishler pushed Bedick off a ledge, causing his death. New charges have emerged and list Danielle, Danielle Greer, wait, Danielle Gear, G-E-I-E-R, 32, as an accomplice to the alleged homicide. A court criminal complaint states that isher and gear uh conspired to kill Bettig while on recent vacation in delaware uh according to the complaint he gear was living with Bettig and convinced him to go to the quarry and telling him telling him she had some marijuana plants growing there the complaint also states that gear is assisted ishler in returning the vehicle to the scene ishler told police that he had a last living will of Bettig at his residence and believed there would be a possible financial gain in his death damn we told everything to the police already you ain't gonna go to court huh future information in the criminal complaint says all right further information in the criminal complaint says that ishler and gear uh previously planned to drown him during their recent vacation oh damn they was trying to get rid of this motherfucker like throw mama from the chain Ah! uh felicia felicia ishler pushed medic from the ledge while gear remained in the car ishler told police that he heard Bedick's body hit the quarry floor and then staged the scene with objects from his home. Isher was charged with first and third degree murder Friday. First and third? He only killed him once. Ha ha! I you twice! Gears faced with charges uh, of conspiracy to commit first and third degree murder. Aggravated assault and tampering with evidence. Guess the race of Gear and Isher Jr. I'm going black. Karen is going black. Let's see what the chat room says bonnie and clyde white melanin deficient devil saved by the bell the college dropout years <laughs> i can't think of an excuse that could would get niggas to go hang out at a cliff white lifetime movie white euro trash delaware vacationer 
white and white everybody gets white except for karen which means all of y'all are right and karen is wrong could you possibly have missed that that seems like the easiest ah! how could you miss that do you missing that on purpose good grief no delaware push them off a cliff thought they were in the wheel man why the plants mm, mm, mm. <laughs> some people don't want to be great that's the only thing i can think of apparently i don't nobody i already know the answers y'all my bad um uh, let's see a long island man has been charged with murder at the police say they found a drown he drowned his 63 year old mother in the family pool she was found in the backyard wednesday afternoon around 4 p.m when officers responded to a request for a welfare check on the family's cold spring harbor residence uh, authorities initially said they believed she was intentionally drowned um hours later her 23 year old son dennis cullen jr was arrested and charged with second degree murder lloyd harbor police who initially responded to the scene at white hill road contacted the suffolk county homicide squad for help investigating the victim's home is, is in a flu is an affluent suburb on the north shore guess the rice karen white all right you think this mama drowner is white let's check what they think in the chat um wiggity wiggity white blue-eyed devil white denise was living with mama because oh dennis was living with mama because she wouldn't share her ssi social security uh ryan lochte <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's actually oh. hc that is fucking fantastic man uh white a black man would never drown his mama <laughs> that's also good lauren that was my conclusion uh related to the last two white white we give we give them the grandma dearest white mommy and daughter well you guys all guessed the same thing white and you guys are all right good job everybody knows you can't grab you can't can't drown ground big mama mm-hmm. no black person in their right mind would do something like that mm-hmm. all right let's see we can do uh one more and then we'll do sore ratchetness all right okay uh how about um um how about this one stockton mayor pleads guilty to strip poker related charges with minors not minors that go in a tunnel and dig out minerals y'all talking about them churns a northern california mayor who has pleaded not guilty to criminal charges connected to strip poker games with teen counselors at a summer camp for underprivileged children refresh baby i ain't refreshing the goddamn thing well, uh, refresh it was just this one person or was it more than one person Mm-mm-mm. oh good question i don't know um, um all right my back is the sound okay now y'all yep okay cool all right sometimes when there's one person it's just they shit fucking up okay um stockton so he pled guilty um uh he pled not guilty to criminal charges connected with strip poacher game with teen counselors at a summer camp for underprivileged children of course 
uh anthony silva pleaded not guilty thursday to a felony charge of using his phone to secretly record a 2015 strip poker game during a one-week summer camp he also pleaded not guilty to misdemeanor charges Mm -hmm. keep in mind this was the mayor oh mayor stockton and these were children these were underage children he also pleaded not guilty to misdemeanor charges that contributed to the delinquency of a minor and providing alcohol to people younger than 21 so of course he was getting them drunk the charges stem from images and recording found it on found on his cell phone homeland security investigators seized his cell phone spring break hmm? what he thought this was spring break i guess so uh girls gone wild kitties gone wild camping edition uh ah! they seized his cell phone or laptop in october when he was briefly detained at san francisco international airport after arriving from a mayor's conference in china guess the race white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe um white ghost face whitey strip poker with children only a white man has time to plan this bullshit devoted to his family white black man would have had them playing spades good point hc white and whitey the correct answer is white if they said some dominoes Mm, that's a good point yeah they was playing bid whiz it's like oh okay Jim Remy. that's a black male or if it was like the mayor of detroit yes then he would have got killed by the villains in wargo cop all right <laughs> so <laughs> so ratchet this time let me see here this one's pretty vague man accused of using sword as threat as threat as threat a 40 year old man is behind bars today after holding what officials described as a machete type sword to the neck of a woman uh rochester police responded to 10 30 p.m to a saturday uh, on saturday at a to a call on 8th street uh where they confronted the man he was still holding the sword in a threatening manner the report says the officer described it as a machete type sword the length of the blade is unknown the man dropped the weapon immediately said lieutenant jim evanson and was arrested on suspicion of second degree assault and domestic assault there you guys go another sword criminal appearing to threaten somebody appearing just a machete to her neck y'all i mean this was a gun maybe maybe she had a string that he needed to cut right next to her neck Ah. up against the wall you never can tell with these types all right guys we'll be back tomorrow until then i love you i love you too